3: Where's my sandwich?
0: To all who
4: come to this happy place, welcome. I am West Coast. Ah!
0: How the
3: hell did I get roped into this?
4: Show me what you got! Scotty, beam me up. The
3: force is strong with this one.
4: And I am Big Kev.
3: Hail to the king, baby. Yo,
4: that kid Monty is fired. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty mighty
5: Isis. And here we go.
1: Did you have a happy uh, 4th of July weekend? I hope a nice long weekend. I worked. I also worked, Oh, but
2: uh, I enjoyed uh, grandma. went to Tennessee and got me watermelon moonshine. So I enjoyed some of that.
1: Oh, that's good. I, I had a three day weekend. I, I was off the three day weekend and I was able to book my tickets for Black Widow this coming Friday and secure babysitting. So like I am ready to punch the second half of the year in the face. I am ready to go for the second nice. half of 2021
4: cool wow you know, i i gotta wow, go wow you have a movie theater exciting <laughs> wow you're gonna get to see it on a big screen Ooh. oh no i live on a oh, tropical Scotthead, island three days
2: off Ooh! don't you live on a tropical island yeah Kevin. it's not all it's cracked up to be <laughs> oh
4: stop crying <laughs> no one's crying but i you know you like- are <laughs> I'm not going to fly to another island to see a movie on a big screen now. Don't you go swimming
1: every day? Could you swim to the
4: next island? How far is it? Technically, no, I couldn't do that. So <laughs> hey, you could. I couldn't. I don't know that anyone's ever swam that far.
1: It's not like the it's English not like Channel.
4: Next door, you know. It's not like I can't see Oahu
2: from here. You know. It sounds to me like Kev is just, you know. Just not not willing to put in the effort, which is fine. Yeah, you know? that's,
1: that's it. I mean, you that's could just it. watch it on Disney Plus for 30 bucks. I mean, that's fine.
4: Yeah. Yeah. That's what you pay to go to the theater. Because clearly you listen to the, sh- the show, Scott, and you know how amped I am about paying $30 to watch something on Disney fucking Plus. Or you oh, could listen. You if could if watch you it to
5: to
1: in
4: October. The theater. If you were to go to the
2: theater, you'd pay the exact same amount anyways. <laughs> No, not what now. Take, now, I'm gonna now I'm going to pay a hundred.
4: Now I'm going to pay a hundred because I got to fly over. <laughs> so it's already a discount for you. Yeah, so Disney Plus is a bargain for you. No. All right. Anyways, let's uh,
2: folks. let's start with the
1: social media before we really jump in here. Just don't forget to follow the show on the Facebook, the Twitters, the Instagram. We are Geek Stuff TNG in all of those places. There's lots of news getting posted in, on the Facebook by Kev and on the Twitter and the Instagrams. Um, you can also call the GVM line, two zero one
2: seven three zero
1: two five four seven.
4: That's coming along nicely, Scott. The <laughs> way you're setting them up. I'm working on okay. it.
1: Um, and then, if you want to uh, support the show, you can join our Patreon, uh, Patreon.com/slash/geekstufftng. For just one dollar a month, you can join the discard, discard the Discord discard. chat. Uh, which is on fire with me. I'm like just chatting up a storm over there in the Discord lately. So that's for $1 a month over there. for just three.
4: Name it the Scott Chat.
1: I, I need to get my own little channel in there so people that don't want to hear me, they can just mute that channel and not worry about it, right? Totally do that. <laughs> for $3 a month, it's the Early Bird Special. You get the show uh, a day early. Usually that's uh, Wednesday nights. And uh, you also get the prep sheet along with that. For usually. Usually. Uh, we're going to be endeavoring to get that... Uh, to be a very consistent thing. And uh, for $5 a month, you get the bonus round. That is what sandwich?
2: The sandwich shop.
1: And when do those go
2: up? Uh, Sundays. Uh, Fourth of July is a holiday, so of course we took off. But hey, guys, guess what? We already have one recorded for next week, maybe. we got a sandwich shop
1: in the can for this Sunday. So Sundays, there'll be the sandwich shop. And then the, the main event for $10 a month, you get to watch live and hear us banter before the show starts the show before the show which is where all the magic happens over on the patreon
4: speaking of which chimps nanny joining us in the chat today uh with a comment and still no sandwich shop it was a holiday weekend the the shop is closed on
2: holidays any excuse
1: and there will be not only a new sandwich shop but it's got intro and outro it's going to be a a wonderful sandwich shop
2: this week actually produced by humans and not just, the rats who work in my
1: shop
5: Sandwich. special guest
1: yeah that's right no no ratatouille engineer on this one this is a yeah. legit show this week i'm wow.
2: not running the show on windows 96 anymore
1: we've
4: upgraded <laughs> wow
1: <laughs> all right so uh that's, let's
4: that's really awesome news uh late 20th century mick foley <laughs> So
5: let's uh, let's there. jump into uh, there.
1: the top stories. Uh, unfortunately, there's some uh, sad news to start off the the uh, second half of the year. A uh, very yes, famous that and I important. I'll be
4: able to see Black Widow on the big screen. That that is not
1: the sad news that I was talking about. That is about. sad
4: news. It, it is. That sad is news. very sad news. I gotta fly to another island in order to see this movie on the big screen. It's outrageous.
1: It's funny you should say fly to another island because this person would make you believe that a man could fly, right?
4: Oh, right. I get that it. That is
1: famous director Richard Donner, who directed many great movies, not the least of which was Superman and Superman 2, of which the Donner cut that, exists that, that I haven't seen.
4: Not to be confused with Man of Steel or the awful uh, uh, Superman 2 sequel that was done by Brian Singer. Right. Not to be confused with those films. C- correct. This is the original Superman, yeah. Christopher Reeve... Christopher seventy-eight, and I think eighty-one,
1: maybe, maybe. And then I don't know when. When did uh, Superman three come out with uh, that? Had, is who that cares? one that had
4: Richard Pryor in it? Yes. Who cares? No one cares. And if you dare say Quest for Peace, I'm gonna come through this screen and choke you, because that movie was horrend. They got you know one and two. I think are really spectacular, and the Donner cut. If you've never seen the Donner cut of Superman 2. It's really really good. But I haven't also think the theatrical cut was really good as well. Those were two solid superhero movies and I'm not even a fan of Superman and I like those movies. Um, 3 and 4 were disgraces though. I mean really disgraceful. And where I didn't think they could be more disgraceful it would be the the Brandon Routh Brian Singer Superman uh, you know, sequel to the second Superman that, that came out, whenever the hell that came out. I don't even know what the hell they were thinking with you, that one.
1: You know, my, my whole thing with, with that is the, the plot was terrible, but, you know, it looked good. They used the John Williams score. It sounded good. I mean, you know, like, other than the story,
4: it wasn't bad. <laughs> That's a problem, though. <laughs> yeah, that is a problem. You know, otherwise, it's Twister. You know, <laughs> Twister looked great. But everything else about it sucked.
2: I thought Brandon Ralph was a decent Superman generally. But, yeah, the story, even as a kid, because I saw the movie in theaters when I was, like, a small sandwich, uh, even I knew that movie sucked. And kids kind of have, like, a a, a more nicer,
4: I feel like, feel on movies. Even I thought, like, oh, we got scammed there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we we all knew going in that was like, "Are you kidding me? This is not what they're really going to do, is it?" And it was. So, and then what was worse was the fact not only that they were doing it, but the direction they took it, particularly at the end with the kid, was really, really bad. Yeah, like, that was really that, bad. The
1: the kid storyline was the worst part of a not great storyline for sure.
4: I like, I listen, Brandon Routh, I think is somebody who at the very least has avoided till now the curse, you know, of anyone playing Superman on television or in movies. He's the only guy Well, Henry Cavill's doing okay, but maybe, maybe it's because Brandon Routh broke, broke the curse, but uh, you know, everyone that's played Superman up until a point has either had something terrible happen. Like, like George Reeves was shot. You know, like, uh, um, there was that kid that played Superboy, didn't have a, you know, didn't have it easier. I'm sure Kirk Allen, the guy who played him in the 40s was, you know, it's probably problematic things with him as well. The point I'm making is that, oh, and Christopher Reeve, duh, um, he, he had issues, obviously, the curse. Um, but I think Brandon Routh might have broken that because... I mean, he's had a pretty good, I feel like he's had a pretty good career. I loved him as Adam on Legends of Tomorrow. Um, even though I wasn't overall a huge fan of Legends of Tomorrow, I liked his character. Um, and uh, I liked him in Scott Pilgrim. Uh, I thought he was really great in that. And he's popped up here and there and other things. I just think, you know, I think the kid should get more work. You know, He's good they're just not giving him a lot of stuff
1: yeah i I liked him when uh he said hi to me at uh, the geek and sundry tabletop day event in los angeles about uh six years ago that was pretty nice was yeah i was was just surprised like he he, like he like said bye to us as we were leaving and then a few minutes later we saw him on social media and britney goes oh yeah that's the guy that waved to us and i went what and i looked and i'm like that's superman that's literally the most recent superman that was just hanging out there and i just missed it so i missed my opportunity to uh Get the was the selfie she
4: there scott
1: yes she was mm-hmm. they, they were both there uh felicia and will it was a geek and sundry event uh, for see. tabletop day it was a lot of fun and I you see. can hear about it on the podcast if you go back that far anyway um let's talk about some other richard donner movies though i mean he didn't just do superman he's got a lot no. of a lot of great films that that you know are in our genre the goonies
4: now, totally in our genre
1: would you get mad if i admitted that i've never seen the Goonies?
4: yep i totally would get mad that how have you not seen the goonies you, you know i've seen
1: the goonies i know i saw every other movie that came out that year i just don't know why i never saw the goonies and then i've never gotten around to it Brittany's oh, seen the goonies she and she's mad at me for not seeing it
5: i
4: i don't blame her hey look if she's mad at you and not me i'm totally fine with that <laughs> as long as britney isn't mad at me which is usually the case i'm fine um, she should be mad at you, and you should be mad at you for not seeing it. You should you should finish this show, and then you should go watch it with your wife. Because, uh, you know, you know, put them kids to bed and then get a little Goonies on. You know what I mean? hmm Just saying. He also did, Richard Donner, the... Uh, did he do all the Lethal Weapon... Did he do all four of the we- Lethal Weapon movies? I believe I so. Yep, yep. All four Lethal Weapon movies. So, it- with the exception of the third one... Those, those were some really good movies well that's not true the parts of the third one were good i just didn't like the villain in the third one he was kind of like who cares
1: yeah i know i also saw recently that uh danny glover was 41 when he was saying uh, he's getting too old for this shit so just to yeah. make you know if you don't feel old now that uh, was, he was that was 86 yeah
4: <laughs> by the way so you know if you're doing i'm pretty sure it was 86 it was 86 or 87 i think the first lethal weapon uh, yeah. Yeah. And that's why. And, and it's unfortunate or fortunate, I guess, depending on how you look at it. Um, I, I love the way that they wrapped up the series. I love the way that that Lethal Weapon 4 ended. It was that whole. I mean, the story part of it ended 20 minutes before the movie ended. And then it was all about kind of all the people and like how they're kind of like a family. You know, all together at the end of the movie, and they're you know even even Joe Pesci and and like the police chief and all like all these characters that were in all these movies, they're all kind of together and stuff. And it was, it was it was a nice way to wrap the series. However, I would not mind if they tried to come back and do one more. Uh, although I don't know that Danny Glover could. Because Danny Glover is wicked old, and I don't know if they should, because Mel Gibson would have to be in it, right? So <laughs> you know, and for the same reason, I think that they passed the torch to uh, Tom. What's his name with the with the uh, with the Mad Max role? Uh, I think it's the same sort of thing, although. I would really like to see, I mean, who wouldn't like to see all of those characters just one more time? Let's do it one more time. But now with Richard Donner dead, I would think that's probably, and you know, Joe Pesci is also not well, as I understand it. So, you know, like, I, I would love to see those characters together again to do something one more time. And, you know, you could even have, you know, for the action part of it, you could even have Chris Rock stepping up and being the guy who says, I'm too old for this shit. Yeah, You know, because he's the young guy, you know, sort of the transition character in the fourth film for Danny Glover. I would love to see them come back and do something one more time. But if you couldn't have everybody from those films doing it, including Richard Donner, I can see why they probably won't ever do that.
1: Right. You could also always watch uh, the Lethal Weapon 5 episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. That, uh, you know, gives you some closure there.
4: No. (laughs) No, I won't do that.
1: All right. Well, let's uh, let's move on from uh, the Dearly Departed to uh, the Marvel Cinemagic Twitter- Twitterverse. There is uh, a ton of stuff going on on Twitter concerning you, uh, the Marvel movies. Did you say Cinemagic? I said – I always say Cinemagic, but I mean Cinemagic. Cinema- I can't say Cinematic without saying <laughs> wow. Cinemagic. The Marvel Cinematic – Cinemagic the Gathering. Cinemagic Ooh. the Gathering. That's right. Um, Why has
4: no one done that?
1: a marvel cinemagic universe uh secret cave what is it called again secret lair secret, secret lair. Lair. lair yeah oh. secret cave sounds dirtier than secret lair, so i like secret layer better
4: yeah because the cave isn't really a secret <laughs> everyone knows where it is
1: um
4: yes. so, so what about the marvel cinemagic universe
1: well the the twitterverse is all up in oh. up in arms uh mr steven dorf do we remember steven dorf yeah. He was in the Blade movie and some other movies. He basically said that... Hey, hey, um, how about Lord of the Rings? <laughs> Steven Dorff was in he Lord was, of the Rings? He was grim. worm Grimo- Wormtongue. R- wow. Well, he said that um, uh, Black Widow looks like garbage. It looks like a bad video game. And he's embarrassed for the people that are in it. So... Uh, wow! That's a hell of a statement uh, to make. Steven, what...
4: Steven Dorff is never going to work for Disney again.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean... Wow that that's does not seem like a smart move. Wow, that I mean, like that's
2: amazing. I got to say, these people know that saying things on
4: Twitter is like forever, right? At this point, like Yeah, he he doesn't that guy's got to be in his I I'm just guessing here, Scott, you can tell me if I'm wrong. I'm guessing here that 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 Brad Dorf has got to be in his 60s. You know, like mid to late 60s. I mean, the guy's been acting forever. You know, and I don't think he was that young when he got in. The point I'm making is that, I mean, I think you just get to a point also, whether you're an actor or not, where you're just like, fuck it, I'm saying what I want to say. You know, anybody has a problem with it, they can kiss they can kiss my ass.
1: <laughs> no, he's only 47. I'm talking oh, about Stephen Dorff. Stephen Dorff, he was in Blade. Maybe you're confusing the actor.
4: Oh, am I confusing Stephen for Brad Dorf?
1: You, you, you must be. Stephen is steven, in
4: oh yeah that. he was the bad guy in blade yeah 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 Bl- bad guy i'm, in blade. I'm totally oh, thinking like the I'm, most yeah yeah i'm totally thinking of Grimma worm tongue who is brad doroth no who he, is who is a prolific actor who i'd be really shocked would have said something like this however steven Dorf on the other hand is a guy who doesn't work <laughs> right who yeah. nobody knows the name of because he doesn't work so he's going to say shit so his name gets out there. I forgot
2: he was in – I had to read the article to realize who he was in Blade and think about that character in Blade because I forgot about that character in Blade. Yeah, He was, he was, in, yeah, he was in the, the first movie. He was the bad guys. Yeah, Deacon I'm trying Frost, to remember the char- – Deacon cross. that's it. Thanks. That's what I was yeah. trying to think of. Yeah, that was from, what the, that's what the article told me because I couldn't remember that guy's name for the life of me until I read the article. And, right. and
4: here's the thing. Name another Steven Dorff movie. He does other movies? Yeah, so that's exactly you're Burn. making the point.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, me... I struggled with that as well. So I think we've given Steven enough time. Uh, so yep. sticking with the, the stuff that's going on on Twitter, um, Robert Downey Jr. unfollowed all of the adventures on Twitter, like all the, all of his Marvel co-workers.
4: Yeah. has there been an explanation for that? It, it... well, so Go ahead. I saw a theory
2: that he's trying to put his Twitter more in like the activist kind of realms. And try to like use it for like saving the environment and stuff so i guess in the idea of that he wants to kind of just like okay my acting thing is over now now i'm gonna be an activist and i guess the steps of that is him unfollowing people
4: i've read that somewhere i don't know I sure it is. Mm, i bet here's my thought my thought is he's going to, or or has already done, because no one else has commented on this, right, Scott? Like, none of his co-stars have said anything, right?
1: Right, it's just somebody noticed that he unfollowed yeah. them and everybody's up in arms about it, not necessarily none that of anybody them, said anything.
4: Yeah, none of them have made any comments. None of his, his castmates have made any comments, which is odd. One. Two, he hasn't made any comments. So here's my theory. My theory is, is... He's, he's leaving that Twitter up for the purposes that Dom said for his public and, and philanthropic, philanthropic work. Um, my guess is he's creating a private Twitter. That he will only share with his castmates or his close friends. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So rather than just having his public one, he'll have a private one. It'll be under a secret name. It'll be one that people can't see unless he's friends. They can do that, right? Can't they do that with Twitter? You oh. can only like select people. You can have it. a
1: private Twitter account. just you like can, with right? Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that would be my guess. My guess is he's going to tweet with his friends and not have to worry about the shit that he says going viral because it's going to be a private account between him and his friends. Yeah. That makes and you'll sense. know this is true. You'll know this is true when other people start doing it too, if they haven't already done it. So for example, as far as we know, right. um, Chris Evans has a public Twitter account, which he really regrets after, you know, certain things ended up on his Twitter or his Instagram, whatever it was. The point is he, they, you know, they, they probably, I would imagine being public figures. I'm betting they have private Twitter accounts also. And Maybe Robert Downey Jr., maybe he thought, well, I need to, I can't have them following me here, but I'll have them follow on my private one. I don't know. It just seems, it just seems like a move made for the purposes of eliminating confusion, you know? Uh, And that's, that's, I think there's, I guess in short, what I'm saying is, is there is a, probably a logical explanation, whatever it is. Will we ever get it? I don't know. Yeah. And again, someone's it, gonna have to ask him and he's gonna have to answer so
1: right and it's probably That's really a non-story that. it's 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 doubtful that it's that he hates all of his co-workers and he's mad at disney or something like that it's more likely what you said kev that totally makes sense
2: right i mean i saw people like literally like crying like oh my god this means he'll never be in the movies again and he hates
4: everyone to, like it's true it's, though it's, it's like
2: it's not even that serious
4: it's true he does hate everyone
2: I mean, even if he does, I mean, come on. <laughs> so who cares? He's he's allowed to not be on the internet,
1: right? I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, he can step away from the public life. He's been for a decade. He was Iron Man and and front and center.
2: I I think people, you know, like I've, people take this the, the the social media thing way too seriously. It's become too much. I feel like a people a part of people's lives. If the guy wants to just, hey, I'm getting off Twitter, or like, hey, I'm gonna follow some people.
4: Who the hell cares? It, it, you know, I'll, I'll, no.
5: tell you,
4: Go ahead. I'll, I'll tell you, he unfriended all of his friends who didn't see Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> so I'm surprised he has any followers left. Just saying. No one saw that movie. Right. That was the point that. So, so another uh, Marvel
1: actor who maybe should get a private Twitter. Uh, I don't know. Dave Bautista. Yep. He's been mouthing off a little know. bit
4: on yeah. on the internets on the Twitters. And he doesn't care. Yeah. See, this is see this is the thing. This is the difference between like a Dave Batista and like uh you know, like uh, like like somebody else who might be concerned. Dave Batista doesn't care. Dave Batista is gonna do his last guardians movie, you know, and that's gonna be the end of Dave Batista anyway. So he's not protecting his Disney career because his Disney career is gonna be done which just sucks because Drax is a great character, but yeah. everybody knows that this movie is going to be the end. So it's not like he's, he's not protecting his future career. It's just not what's happening, you know? And if people don't want to hire him because he called a, a congressman, a shit bag or whatever he called him, mm, free speech. Yeah. He's allowed to call people a shit bag. It, it's different. I feel it's different than Gina Carano. Yeah. Um, talking about how comparing things to nazis and nazi germany it's not like dave batista didn't say he's a nazi you know he said you know the guy's a shit bag if gina carano had said this whole thing that's happening is a shit bag she would still have a job or she would there would not have been a kerfluffle about it right i think
1: yeah you you can have an opinion that is in disagreement with others and even use colorful language but it's when you start getting into the uh you know hitler references and holocaust yeah, you, references yeah, and then yeah, trying to that's... justify them that you get in some serious career
4: trouble it's like you know do you ever do you ever get that you know you ever get that wise ass kid or maybe you were this wise ass kid who was like your epidermis is showing <laughs> right you know, well, epidermis is technically it's the scientific word for the skin. You know, like they did that bit on The Simpsons actually once. Uh, and that's how Bart fell and broke his arm, if I remember that episode correctly. But the point is, is that, you know, like it's it's you know, you, you you can't say shit like I mean, you can. Yes, because it's the First Amendment. You shouldn't. And nobody. And I said this at the time with the Gina Carano thing. It's it's not that she shouldn't have said it. It's not, no, it's not that she didn't have the right to say it. She does. She shouldn't have said it, one, because it's inappropriate. Two, uh, nobody, nobody should be giving anybody flack about them letting her go. Because Disney has the right as her employer to do with whatever, do with her, whatever. If they want to let her go, they can let her go. They don't even, they don't have to give a reason. They can just let her go because that's that's a thing you know if they feel she is casting a negative light on the company they have every right to let her go
1: right and all you the know? contracts have that
4: and stuff the same, in it right yeah and the same thing with Dave Batista if they think calling that shithead a shithead is a fireable offense they have every right to fire Dave Batista they're not going to fire Dave Batista because he's calling somebody a name he didn't compare him to the Holocaust, you know, he didn't like, uh, you know, unfavorably, uh, you know, he wasn't spreading false information. Like he, well, I mean, he was spreading opinion, but he wasn't spreading false information, you know, like he wasn't justifying the actions of the Holocaust. Uh, well not that, not, not that she was, not that she was, you know, uh, justifying them, but she was referencing them and then saying, no, this is why I'm right you know like th- there's there's such a wide chasm between these two things and the fact that they're getting compared i think is you know it's kind of ridiculous really yeah my opinion
1: yeah so let's uh let's wrap up the top stories with allison Mack. dom you know who allison Mack is that's the girl from smallville who was like branding people yeah she was in the cult she was in yeah. that cult and so she got jail time she got three she years of jail time. How much? Three years. Three years. Good. So, so, so did what's you watch that is... documentary? It's. I really want to watch, and I want to watch it more now. I got to see the the. I
4: heard it's like bananas. It's. It is nuts. So nuts. I watched it when it was like, you know, it was weekly there for a while, and and I watched I every week was waiting for it to come because I was like like Loki anticipation, you know. Like, I was like, oh, I can't wait to see what the hell happens next. It was really well done. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, oh, sorry. Dominion, something, I don't know, whatever it is. You really should see it. It's on HBO Max, though, and it's really, it's it's messed up. It's really messed up.
2: I remember watching that show, like Smallville, and then, you know, I want to say, like, I was a couple seasons into it. Me and my friend I was living with at the time were, like, watching it together. He had already seen, but we we're watching it together. And I remember, like season six, I'm like, oh, let me see what these actors are doing now, just because, like, you know, I I wasn't familiar with the actors. I liked Tom Welling, and then the girl who played Lois Lane, and then I look up Allison Mack, and I'm like, wait, she did what? Yeah, I'm like her. I'm yeah. like, wait, she was, and I told my yeah. friend, he was aware. I'm like, wait, this one did it? This this one? Yeah, it's not yeah. like a, a mixed up was, name where someone else no, named this did no, it.
4: Nope, she was a sex slave. And was recruiting other girls in the organization to also be sex slaves and having sex with the leader of the cult and other women. They were having these, you know, these I, special gatherings. I mean, that's and the whole then, reason right, to be in a cult, right? Branding, they were branding the new girls with the initials in this elaborate design, but the initials of um whoever the leader what david something maybe was his lead? Uh, name i don't remember but the leader oh it was keith i think it was keith something keith Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue anyway uh and i think it was keith's initials and was it allison max initials too oh wow she, was she like the number two in his cult
1: was
2: she I like his she his in the, his main no, girl
4: in, in, as far as the cult goes right no he didn't well he yeah sort of she was, was. she the bottom bitch no, it's, no, it's the, uh-uh. it's the top, no. right? She was, she was way high up. Yeah, she was not like the number two in the cult. Um, that was a different woman. If you watch the documentary, you'll see, um, the breakdown. But I think Allison Mack was like number one in in the sex slavery part of the cult. And did you hear what they did? Like they had to give collateral. Did you hear this bullshit? Yeah, it's just like, like Scientology, right? No, no, no. When they, when they, when they were, when they joined the cult itself right when they joined the cult itself they had to give like some collateral like some kind of like secret or something that they could be burned with essentially right and when they did that they had a uh uh and 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 like they gave it to whoever was like a step above them and then that person gave it to you know like, and it could be like naked pictures, or it could be like, you know, just like secrets and like shit, you know, just crap. And they had to give that stuff in. So somewhere, you know, I just, I think there's an Alex, Allison Max sex tape floating around somewhere or something, because she had to give it to like everybody else in that cult that, you know, who else was in that cult, but not, but got out before the whole sexy part. Um, You'll see her in the documentary too. Really she's really in the documentary quite a bit because her husband is one of the was one of the big dudes in the cult too. Um, I can't remember her name. Um, uh, Scott Scott will Scott will look it up. Oh okay. um, it it's um, the one who played Aunt Baru in the prequels.
5: Oh, oh um, yeah. and
4: is now going to play Aunt Baru in the Kenobi series. Um, I can't, I see her face as clear as a bell, but I cannot remember her name. Is it Bonnie Peace? Bonnie P, yeah, Bonnie PC, I believe PC. is how you say it. Yeah, she was in it too. Like, you know, in it and then out and her husband was a big deal in it. Their, her husband was like the communications guy, like made all their videos and shit. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's a multiple connection there, Scott. It's not only Allison Mack, it's also Bonnie PC. Wow, or whatever it is um she also was uh she was in there for quite a while as well and kind of climbing the ropes but her husband was like her husband was a big deal in that group they both left and they're kind of there's really three people who left that the documentary focuses on and bonnie is one of them um bonnie's husband is another one and then there's another woman as well i think the third woman is the one who I think went to the authorities with the branding and all that. I'm pretty sure. So, Jesus. Yeah. Fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, I mean, Hollywood is a weird place, and uh... but, if, but if Allison Mack led other people into that, she should go to jail. Yeah. So Absolutely. Enjoy enjoy jail for 3 years. For 3 years, and your career's over. You'll never work again.
2: I think it's been over. I don't think she's gotten work since that came down.
4: Oh yeah, she hasn't. She hasn't. I don't think she was. She wasn't working before that, dude. Right. I mean, she hasn't really done that much work since Smallville, right? No. No. No, but she went in right after Smallville. Like not long after Smallville, I think is when she went in. I don't know. It's all. It was. It was an involved cult. Go watch the documentary. You'll see. Yeah. If 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 you've watched the documentary, give us a
1: call and tell us your thoughts on the GVM line two zero one seven three zero
2: two five four seven or you can email us at geeseftng at gmail.com
1: let us know what you think about cults cults are you in a cult if so let us know just cults to any cult
4: not the one we're talking about any cult
2: how do you feel about cults cults and you
1: so let's move on uh let's jump forward to uh to coming attractions to trailers uh Kev, have you seen the Jungle Cruise trailer with The Rock and Emily Blunt yet? If it's a new
4: one, I have not seen it, no. I don't know if it's new or if it's the old one, because this movie's been in the can for a while, right? Yeah, they filmed it here, actually, quite a while ago. So I'm surprised that they've been sitting on it this long, but I guess COVID.
1: Yeah, I was joking, I, I put out on uh, on my Twitter the other day, that uh, they're getting ready to tie the disneyland ride universe they're going to try tie pirates and jungle cruise and yep. the matterhorn is going to be the big tentpole film that's going to tie them all together
4: <laughs> it would be really funny if they did a disney ride you know like universe thing that would be really funny like they could have tron in there like because there's a tron ride coming yeah you know like i mean legacy and uh you know like Yeah, there's there's a bunch of movies, right? Aren't there? I wonder if they would add Splash
2: Mountain to the universe.
4: (laughs) I'm talking about. Well, I'm referring to movies that have already been made. You know, like not animated because you can't really do that. But since they're live action,
2: (laughs) you can't do Song of the South. I mean, yeah, technically there already is a movie for Splash
1: Mountain. (laughs) Um, No, I was talking about the 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 movies that came after the ride. So that would be Pirates. There was a Haunted Mansion movie there now there's the jungle cruise movie are there any other movies based on rides that came after the ride
4: that, that's what i'm well um. the, not animated ones because you don't want i mean there are a ton of animated ones right well no but, yeah, I'm, saying,
1: it... I'm saying i'm the, saying the, uh, the film universe that's made after the rides that were unique rides that weren't tied to a property right like okay. like like thunder mountain like space like you know if there was a space mountain yeah. ride you're, you know that's what i'm saying i can't no, think no.
5: of anything uh, else
1: uh
4: uh adv- um uh, Tomorrowland. Oh
1: yeah, that was actually. I liked that movie. I didn't think it was as bad as everybody. I mean, that got panned, but I liked
4: it. I I didn't hate it, but I didn't like it very much. And then, of course, it killed, it killed the the Tron Legacy sequel. Oh, that was so what that did was it? it for me. That cemented the hate for me because I was like, "You got to be kidding me! We're not getting another Tron because of this piece of shit." <laughs> well, you know, but, speak- but we are now.
1: Yeah. So. Well, so speaking of beloved uh, older. Uh, genre pictures. Did you see the trailer for? Or it's just a teaser for a, a, a film called Great Scott about Back to the Future. No. no, is it a documentary? Yeah, I think it's a documentary. It was just a, it was just a trailer. It just kind of has the ticking and it shows like uh, Marty's bed and you see him throw a um, the skateboard and the and the the uh, guitar on it. So again, I don't really know what it's about. It's just a just a teaser trailer. But oh, you know anything Back to the Future related, I'm 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 all in for. And did you see the? I, I know we're, we're gonna do product later, but did you see the time travel memories product that's coming out?
4: Oh, is that the ones from Sideshow where they get where you get like a bunch of stuff like prop replicas from the movie? It's called the Back to the Future Time Travel
1: Memories Kit, and it's it, yeah, it, it's yeah. And I don't know, I don't know who makes it. It's got it's, a whole bunch of I,
4: I don't, it don't know is if Sideshow's Replic- making it. I'm pretty sure it's available on Sideshow.com though. Yeah, and they have a. I feel like they have a Ghostbusters one too. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, but the Back to the Future one, I thought was missing one key element that could have been in it and isn't. And what's that? It's Doc's letter from from 1868 or whatever the hell he is. 1860, whatever.
5: I
1: thought
4: that was in it. I'm alive and well, and and I've been alive and well and living in these past months in the year 1860 something whatever it was that letter i thought that letter could easily have been included in there i was really on it though honestly scott i was really like i i'm considering this and i was looking through each piece and i'm like that's good that's good that's good i like that i like that and i'm like you know what for for the amount of effort it would have taken to reproduce that letter which would have been like zero i think they should have thrown one more thing in there from the second movie well not that it matters that it's the second movie or and the setup for the third movie but i just thought that was an easy thing they could have added so yeah yeah yeah, it looks like a nice product yeah these kind of troves of
1: prop replicas and just memorabilia from a movie like back to the future i'm I'm, i think that's pretty pretty cool looking um and yeah if there's a good documentary coming out i'm i'm gonna be happy to watch that um there's a one one last uh trailer have you seen the uh that uh Andrew Garfield is playing Jonathan Larson in uh, Tick, Tick, Boom, directed
4: by Lin-Manuel. Nobody? Um, Is Tick, Tick, Boom about Tick, Tick, Boom being made, or is it Tick, Tick, Boom? I believe it's Tick, Tick, Boom. Because Jonathan Larson is not a character in Tick, Tick, Boom. Jonathan Larson is the guy who wrote Tick, Tick, Boom.
1: Is and so I don't know the story of Tick Tick Boom. Uh, I know right. Brittany's a huge. Unless rich I'm fan. remembering wrong, I, you know. I, so I don't know enough about the story. I just thought it was interesting that you know. I mean, again, this is tying together a lot of stuff, right? We got Andrew Garfield, and yeah. you know, going over to you know musicals and Lin Manuel, and I mean, just a lot well, of things that, Lin- that are in the in that I'm. Right, it's all in my wheelhouse, and so I'm looking forward to seeing this.
4: Lin Manuel just had a serious wall hit, though because In the Heights did not do well and was not received well. Really? Yeah, it wasn't. There was a lot of criticism that he only used light skin uh, Hispanic people when the, the, the Heights, you know, where, where they're talking about what the movie is about. There are a lot more sort of, sort of Afro Latinos and they were not represented in the movie. And there was, yeah, there was a lot of criticism about it. Mm. Um, and I heard, I heard it just wasn't very good, but I don't know. I'm just, I haven't watched it yet. So I can't say, and I'm not really that familiar with it. So I couldn't say in that it. perspective either. Yeah. I am. However, so one thing I've seen with, on Broadway. You have seen that?
2: it. I've seen it on Broadway.
4: Oh, well, there
2: you
1: go. And you haven't I seen haven't the, the movie me, yet.
2: No. I mean, I'll be honest. <laughs> uh a, a, a brief a brief story i was supposed to be i was supposed to see shrek on broadway but uh shrek went off broadway so then we saw it in the heights instead
1: all right so i i smell a sandwich shop topic uh the in the heights uh movie compared to the uh <laughs> well done scott yeah. well done I'm gonna, I'm gonna write that down for a uh, future sandwich shop and i'll remind you to to do that it's um, funny i literally saw i saw it at, over a
2: decade ago i was i don't even think i was 13 yet <laughs>
1: So, i was a young sandwich so we did watch uh the in the heights movie and and i did feel like it was a little slow i, I had no connection to the music i'd never seen right. the musical uh you know britney had uh but it does well, it sounds a lot like hamilton i mean like musically it's very similar in style and sound uh, there's some pretty cool uh production numbers and camera angles but the story gets a little slow especially in the last like half hour, it
4: felt like they could have wrapped it up a lot faster. That's yeah, my only criticism I've heard that. of it. Yeah, I've heard that criticism, so I'm not surprised. I will tell you this though: um, "Tick, tick, boom" uh, was written by a guy named Jonathan Larson, who also wrote a little uh, musical you might have heard of called Rent. Huh. Yeah, and died before Rent's first performance.
5: Well, like
4: awesome. it's before its first performance. Like legit performance like in a theater if you you know like when you said he's playing jonathan larson i'm wondering i was wondering if they were doing like a biopic about jonathan larson because that go read go read his story i mean it's a fantastic make a great movie so i'm wondering if are they going to intersperse jonathan larson's life with tick tick boom like i mean i mean is there some you know like i'll have to look into that a little further and and report back because yeah. to me it seems like what they should do it, or, or or what they might consider doing would be like yeah interspersing the Jonathan Larson story in with his own work tick tick boom that would be so it looks like
1: interesting it looks like it's him crafting the musical tick tick boom and so so maybe you'll get a little of both like as he's writing it you'll get to see the musical and yeah. then also it's the story of him writing it so you yeah get, you I'm get wondering
4: both. I'm wondering if that's the case because I I'm yeah i'm i'm fairly certain jonathan larson is not a character in tick tick boom but he is the guy that wrote it and rent but that's it that's all he wrote yeah so um and then he died like before rents for i think i feel like it was before like its first public performance yeah right before and it was like the morning of
2: the first preview performance off broadway yeah there it is
4: yeah yeah yeah, and they found him dead, and they had to go on anyway. Now, and that's the original cast, so that would be the people in the movie, if you saw the Rent movie, except um, Rosario Dawson, Rosario Dawson, and and the one playing Joanne, whose name I always forget, Tracy something. I can't remember her name. Um, Scott will tell us, uh, Tracy something who played. Um, who played uh the love interest of indina menzel's uh character i can't remember her name you're talking uh, about the
1: original broadway cast
4: i'm talking no no that would be the move the person from the movie tracy something and she played uh maureen's girlfriend whose name i'm also freezing yeah, on joanne a moment. yeah joanne right that's the character name tracy toms tracy toms yeah that's it yeah uh, so, yeah, so with the exception of Rosario Dawson and and Tracy, um, the rest of them in the movie were all original cast members who literally were, you know, going on the day that Jonathan Larson died. So they have, I mean, besides having this seriously intimate connection with the show... Um, not only because of Jonathan Larson's death, but because they're the original cast, they create, you know, all the, all, all the versions of the show that you ever do, they're all based on characters that these people created, uh, and in, up to and including the movie uh, uh, versions as well, which, which were slightly different, um, the, the layout of it was slightly different, and the execution. So, um, yeah, well, that'll be really interesting. I've always said, I've said for years that I thought the Jonathan Larson story would make an excellent movie. So I'm glad to see, to the extent that we know that it is going to be that, I'm glad to see that it happened. Right. And that's going to be, that's going to be a Netflix uh,
1: original. So it should be, should be premiering on Netflix. While we're, while we're talking about Netflix, uh, let's catch up on a couple of uh, Netflix stories that we've kind of missed out on. Uh, Love, Death and Robot season two dropped. Did anybody watch it? Mm -mm. No, sorry, no. I've heard that it was not as good as season one in that season one, like everything was completely different and like none of them had anything to do with each other. And I heard that like season two didn't quite hold up in the same way. That's interesting. Um, And I know uh, the Witcher season two is, you know, they're getting closer to season two of that and they're going to have a Witcher con. It's going to be a convention all about the Witcher. I like the Witcher but not enough for
2: a whole con. It's a good show but it doesn't need a con. I think the Game of Thrones had a whole con, and that's way better than The Witcher, respectfully.
1: Well, I mean, it's going to be, let's see, it's a virtual con, and it's on Twitch, and it is on Friday. Oh, so it's
4: not a con, in other Uh. words. Well, no,
2: they did those virtual cons. Remember, they had the yeah, VR experience of, of being in a crowd of
1: people, and
4: yeah, I hope to God that goes away now. Oh, because, yeah, I mean that's you know,
1: that's down in the in the convention news a, a little bit later, but I mean, uh, you know, San Diego, the biggest con in the world, and virtual is nobody cares, right? If you're not there, it just doesn't it 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 can't get enough cares. excitement.
4: Yeah, I mean, nobody um... cares about virtual cons. You know why? Because one, everything you want to see from a virtual con will be recapped by. 50 people, at least maybe a hundred. So why is it you're going to sit and watch a virtual con? If anyone says anything controversial or answers a question, you know, interestingly, it's going to make somebody's recap of the stupid thing anyway. And that's like, you know, maybe it's 20 minutes, you know, recapping the whole virtual con rather than sitting through one, which is agonizing, you Yeah. Know? <laughs> right. So, yeah, I hate now. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for, real cons to be back one and two virtual cons to go away they're yeah. ridiculous we've got that after the break we're gonna
1: do some con talk um oh so sticking on on the streaming services there uh again uh loki still under embargo what what episode can we talk about this week kev four. we go up to
4: four up to four so the ending of four was shocking
1: yeah and that's the mid that's the one with the mid-credit sequence right
4: Yes. Yeah. Was there a mid-credit sequence? I don't think I saw that. Oh, then, yeah. it's, then it's real
1: shocking if you haven't watched the mid. Well, I've sequence. already seen.
4: Well, I've already seen five. So.
5: <laughs> oh, then yeah, you know, need to go back and watch. The,
1: you got to go back and watch the end credit sequence, though, just because it it gives you a good preview of five.
4: Well, I've seen five, so yeah. I don't really need a preview. Okay, but, um, if but if it's what I think it is, they're all there anyway. Yeah. 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 So
2: I didn't realize we're all so next. At the time of recording, next week's episode is the last episode. I was under the impression we had more episodes. Really? Next week I, is the last episode. Only six episodes. Yep, July fourteenth wow. will be the last series. one. I thought it was like ten. So now, exactly. So where are at now? I have so many questions, knowing
4: that we only have one episode left. That I know we won't. We won't answer. Well, we're, we'll find out something in the next two weeks, then, won't we? Or one week? One week? Week? Yeah. So but, um, I didn't realize that I thought it would. I thought it was going to go on. I thought for sure it was ten or twelve. But wow!
1: Yeah, and not not to get spoilery at all, but uh,
4: episode five was strong. I mean, you know, I watched it today. Oh yeah, I agree. I thought four was strong too, and that ending was really had tongues wagging last week. Yeah. So all right, so let's uh, let's stick with uh, Disney Plus
1: and Star Wars. Uh, the uh, the Star Wars anime they've got the release date out there have you what do you know about the star wars anime that's coming out kev um
4: i think it's based on the manga
1: i I think right multiple different Um, artists uh with with different shorts
4: right so that
1: should be coming yeah i
4: think i think some of it is based on some of the manga stuff that star wars manga stuff that's already been done i i'm not 100 percent sure about that you need to think of it um if you put if you take manga out of the manga i hate that word um if you if you take the manga out of it and you just take it straight up as animated shorts it's basically the animatrix right just a bunch of
1: different stories yeah. in the universe with different styles yeah yep I, I, and i think that that'll be good um again just to do some quick hits because we're running along on the first segment here i did see a story about do you remember uh star wars detours that seth green put together kind of uh you know, very similar to his, um, yeah. robot chicken. And then he basically, there was a, an article this week saying it's never going to see the light of day. It just kind of got yes. lost in the shuffle. And it's yeah. just, there's like a hundred and something episodes or maybe it was only 50, yeah, it's but it's
4: Seth, it's Seth green and Matt Senrich, right? The, the same guys behind robot the chicken. original. They're the original creators of robot chicken. And Matt Senrich was also one of the editors at wizard magazine oh, Wow, at the time they created the show. Yeah. So, yeah, never going to see the light of day. I really don't find that surprising. But it's too bad cuz I um, bet it would be funny material because I mean all yeah. the Star Wars robot chicken stuff was hilarious. Funny, yeah. I th- I agree with you. I think it's I think it's a miss, but I can understand also why Disney is doing it. But I mean, so even if it's apocryphal at this point and it's not in canon, if you put that
1: out on Disney Plus, people would watch it. If you put it out on a DVD, people would buy it. I mean, people would want yep. to see that content. It's just too bad that, that you know, I mean, Seth they Green should, should leak it,
4: right? Many, they have too many problems, Scott. Yeah. They have too many problems. People hated the prequels, or the sequels, rather. The Disney era is plagued with problems. With the exception of The Mandalorian, you know, what good has come of, for Star Wars, D, uh, Disney TV, TV, Disney Plus. Nothing yet. Yeah. Well, other of, than The Mandalorian, which right. was huge. And speaking of which, uh,
1: Jon Favreau, Dave Filoni, and Bryce Dallas Howard all uh, directing episodes in uh, um, the next season of the – I'm sorry, in the Book of the Boba Fett. Are, have They've directed episodes of that.
4: Well, there hmm. isn't one book of boba fett yet no so. no
1: in in the new the new season when the book of boba fett comes out those are they going to folks direct have will have there? directed
4: i think it's i feel like that's one director who's doing that whole show but i could be wrong about that
1: i'm pretty sure the article I mean, said that all three feloni favreau and uh, okay. howard were all going to be directing episodes of book of boba all right fett,
4: so. i thought for, i thought for oh maybe i'm thinking of maybe i'm Maybe I'm thinking of the next film that I think is going to be directed by one of the people who was one of the directors during the Mandalorian. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe.
1: Okay. So just a couple,
4: a couple other quick, uh,
1: quick Disney Plus. Did you see they're going? They're doing a Turner and Hooch, uh, not reboot. What was it? Revival, right? Continuation Ugh. of. I, I mean, I guess are they going to kill the dog every week? Or I'm not quite sure how they're going to do a Turner and Hooch series.
4: Do they have Tom Hanks?
1: So the premise is Tom Hanks's character died a- after just adopting a Hooch look-alike dog, and in his will asked his son to take care of it. His son, who is uh, an FBI agent or law enforcement of some kind, so you can then have essentially a Turner and Hooch.
4: So our continuation. So okay. So is is the kid's mother alive? What's her name? That actress.
1: Yes. I see her face. Yes. but I don't remember her name. Yeah, I, I'm assuming it's the same actress from the movie. But yes, yeah, his mother calls him in the in the in the trailer and says, "Your dad wanted you to take care of Hooch. Uh, you know that was his dying
4: wish. So so is, he's stuck is, with the dog." Yeah, I Scott, I think was the character's name. Yes, and what is the what is the actress's name? I can see her face. She was in Shag the movie, but I cannot remember her name
5: i didn't i had no idea what this
1: property is you don't know about turner and hooch
4: you don't ever saw no. turner and hooch no oh get it, ready to the cry the your eyes on out disney plus i bet it is put put that on your list scott
1: no, there's another oh, scott. The sandwich, there's the sandwich an, there's a, list we've got oh, okay. we've got two sandwich shops already one on well, i already forgot what the first one was what was the
4: first one Well, I mean, technically it should be Tron Legacy because he's already (laughs) going back and dipping his big toe into Tron. So we might as well get him through Legacy. And then the other one was, uh, what was the other one? Mm
5: -hmm.
4: What did we just talk about? Something we talked about earlier. eh, I don't remember. When you listen
1: back to the show later, uh, Sandwich, be sure and mark down what you're going to... Oh, it it was... um... It was Tick, Tick, Boom. You got to you gotta watch, tick, tick, not boom. Tick, Tick, Boom. It no, was no, no, no. In, in the
4: Heights. In the Heights. Yeah, that's it. Uh, uh, all right.
1: Okay, so we'll, we'll, we'll move on.
4: We'll move on. In fact, I think maybe we should uh, take it to a break. And with that, Mr. Scott and Mr. Sandwich, we will take our first and only break on this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 641. Is that right? Yes. Oh, my God. I can't believe I got that. Uh, 641 and did we have a name for this one we haven't titled it yet you believe a man can can fly maybe I don't know I mean it'd be important taste but if you could believe a man could die oh no that's that's terrible you can't do that that's awful sandwich I can't believe you would suggest (laughs) that we make fun of Richard Donner's death so um, let's see oh we could say Goonies never die oh that's not good either We'll figure it out later. (laughs) After
5: these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah.
4: We need to get the word out that the listeners can be involved with Geek Stuff TNG directly by using our GVM line
2: 201-730-2547.
1: Hmm. Maybe we could use our seductive voices. Huh? Our what? All right, here. Let's read these lines in our most seductive voices, like this. <clears throat>
0: hey there. We want you to be a part of Geek Stuff TNG with your questions and your hmm, comments. Oh. <clears throat> That's right. We want you to tell us what's mm, on your mind, what we are
1: doing that you
5: <laughs> like. <coughs>
1: so
2: call us on the GVM line two zero one seven three zero two five four seven, and you may hear yourself uh, on an upcoming episode of Geek Stuff
5: TNG. <laughs>
1: Wow. Wow. What? Hey, Geek Stuff listeners. It's West Coast Scott here. Did you know I do a podcast with my lovely wife? Say hi, Brittany. Hi. Tell them about our podcast.
0: We do a weekly podcast where we talk about travel, conventions, Disneyland, and our growing family.
1: It's called The Piecast because we got married on Pie Day. And it's available wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow us on social media.
0: At Pie Day Family.
1: And my new Twitter handle is at Pie Day Scott. Check us out.
2: I'm James Hatton. And I'm Podcast Rob. And we're the Something Something Cast. We're a pop culture podcast that chats about movies, comics, TV, music, video games, and a whole lot more.
1: Check us out at our home at somethingcast.com and also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and other fine podcatchers as well.
2: Proud members of Hashtag Potter and Family and ACPN, the art, comedy, and pop culture podcast network.
5: Something, something. Okay, here we go. Build your
0: own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars saga. We're the
4: Monster Squad. Hey, this is Fred Decker, director of the Monster Squad.
5: This is Duncan Reguier, Dracula from Monster Squad.
4: This is Tom Noonan, plays Frankenstein in Monster Squad. This is Tom Woodruff, Gillman from Monster Squad. Hey, this is Andre Gower, Sean Crenshaw from the
3: Monster Squad. This
0: is Ashley Bank, Phoebe from Monster Squad. This is
3: Ryan Lambert, I'm Rudy from the Monster Squad, and you are listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Wolfman Squad NART! <laughs> hey guys this is john from washington illinois on a morning walk here <laughs> uh i'll try to keep it short big cabs uh you mentioned that we think that michael keaton is tying in the mcu to the sony verse but I just don't know. I don't know if he's playing that same character. They made us believe that Evan Peters was playing Quicksilver from the X-Men universe in WandaVision, and he wasn't. So could be another curveball. And Disney on the Marvel site has pretty much said what exactly is canon now for the MCU and what isn't. And everything that isn't an MCU film or – isn't first shown on Disney Plus is not canon any longer. So, Agent Carter, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., none of that is canon. None of the Netflix films, Runaways, uh, Inhumans, uh, Cloak and Dagger, none of that is supposedly canon, according to Disney and Marvel. So, I'm not sure if Michael Keaton is tying everything together as the vulture i don't know if he's playing that same character like to get your thoughts thanks guys for all you do great show talk to you
2: live from the sandwich shop big cafuna studios and pi day studios in lovely sunny california it's geek stuff tng during our commercial break hear from our amazing sponsor buildxwing.com this model is a 118 scale making it the only fully scaled fully-detailed X-Wing ever made for use with your three and three-quarter Star Wars action figures. This X-Wing features many amazing details, like the proton torpedo bay, working engine lights, and a light-up R2-D2. You can add your own boops, bops, and beeps. The S-foils open into attack position, the laser cannons simulate firing, and the engine lights power up, all by remote control. We recommend you take them up on their do do premium offer. You get 118 scale hangar accessories to create a detailed display of your X Wing, including crates, tanks, personnel transporter, landing yelps, fuel pump, ladder, as well as several static figures, including Grand Crew members and even Luke Skywalker himself. When you sign up for your subscription each month, in addition to your parts of the model, you'll get four full color magazines featuring instructions for the parts you received. Fascinating articles about the original models used in the movies and more. You can collect these great source materials in a free binder, which you'll receive as part of your subscription. As a fan of collectibles, you may have seen models like this online or at shows or conventions. And don't even tell you, the price tag can be quite high. The genius of this system is that you're paying a little each month as well as having fun putting it together yourself. You can check out more info over at buildxwin.com or reach my phone at eight seven seven. 544 Check them out today.
1: Fantastic well, job. So Extra also modest. also in the break, uh, we heard uh, the Monster Squad uh, rejoiner there. Kev, you the want to elaborate yeah. on
4: that? Yeah, so um, I had the privilege uh, a very long time ago to sit down with the entire cast of the monster squad uh including some of the monsters two of them i think or maybe three i don't remember um it was definitely two of them and the director um uh you know informal chats that's a kind of thing i feel like i recorded an interview with them maybe they were just individuals and i strung them together anyway the point is is that they were all really lovely people but especially Andre Gower, uh, who I thought was really, really just a really nice guy who I didn't understand why he wasn't getting more work, uh, honestly. And I, I still don't, if I'm being honest, I thought, um, you know, I I thought for sure of, of all of them that he would have gotten more work and that we would have seen him in more things. Um, not to say that that's impossible, but there was a, there was a step in the wrong direction. Uh, the other day, I guess, maybe, uh, maybe a week or so ago, um, Andre Gower, who is a really healthy dude um, who helps other people. I think if I read that correctly, Scott, he, was, wasn't he like get exercise with Andre or move with Andre or something? He's doing something on YouTube or some such thing where he's like, you know, having people move around and stuff and get exercise. Well, he had a massive heart attack and is not doing well apparently um so he had one and then they checked his uh what they call the widow maker uh uh valve or or line or whatever it is and that was like some ungodly like 80 percent blocked or something which is like that's the thing you know what i mean it's called a widow maker for a reason it's not one that they can easily kind of well none of them are easy but not one that doctors can easily sort of, you know, work with, I guess, for lack of a better expression. So um, although that wasn't the one that caused his heart attack, I think it was about to, or some such thing. If I remember the article correctly, I read this because somebody started, I'm sure it's a GoFundMe. Is that right? Yeah, Uh, it is. Scott. Yes. Yeah. Um, And, and we'll, we'll get the link up uh, somewhere. Check the social medias. one of one of these scott we did know, retweet it much money put put it up there um and i'll and i'll, uh, and I'll uh, put it up on facebook um for you to help out andre gower uh who yeah i mean you know medical bills all those sort of things and yeah you saw him in monster squad maybe there's a couple other things he did when he was a kid that you might remember but the the point is is that you know poor guy's not doing well and uh yeah so if you can help him out that would be great monster Squad's a classic classic movie. Um and you know, it does have a bit of a cult following, not like Rocky Horror cult or, you know, Buckaroo Banzai or, you know, but it does Alice have a following.
1: Mac. Yeah, not like the Allison Mac cult. Allison
4: right. Mac totally different cult. <laughs> totally different cult. Um totally different. Uh Yeah, so uh, I'm glad you've totally thrown me now. Now the title has to be something with cults in it. Damn it.
5: There, That's the title.
4: Something with cults in it. Something with cults in it. Got it. There you go. Write it down. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah, it does have a bit of a cult following, although no one was branded. And I don't think anybody – I've never heard about anybody having sex with anybody in Monsters. Anyways. But Wolfman's got <laughs> Nards in Monster Squad, so yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. That was the line. Everybody remembers that line, you know. And and little else. And then they watch the movie. They're like, oh yeah, this 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 wasn't this wasn't really a good movie. <laughs> but it's so like in your brain if you're in that age group, you know, it's another one of those things. I don't think it holds up really well as a film, but it's got so many like like let's let's face it, Last Starfighter. You know, Last Starfighter is one of my favorite movies. Does it hold up? No, clearly the effects don't hold up. Does it hold up as a movie? Yeah. Is it entertaining to me and the people who were around during that period who appreciated it? Absolutely. Monster Squad is the same way for a group of people. So, um, yeah. So uh, check out the uh, GoFundMe if you're able to pitch old Andre a, a buck or two. I'm sure he'd appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I hope I saw somebody gave an anonymous $20,000 wow. uh, a donation to that GoFundMe, which I thought That's was great. Awesome. Unrelated because I have no idea and I doubt it's true, but you know, that Widowmaker is the same one that Kevin Smith had and Kevin Smith survived it barely also. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so there's, yeah, I mean that you gotta get that stuff checked peeps. You know, if you if you see in people who you see up on the big screen are doing stuff and, you know, they're getting these things. So can you, you guys will you guys will remember when we talked about Chadwick Bozeman on this program. You know, I immediately I'm, I I think it was the day Chadwick Bozeman died. I instantly had my physician on the phone and said, I'm going to get that. I going to get that colonoscopy now. You know, I mean, sure, I had to wait a month because I live on a deserted, well, not deserted, but tropical island. But the point is, is that, you know, these things, when these things happen to these kind of people, it draws, you know, more attention than, say, when Sandwich has his. No one's going to, you know, like a couple of us will care, but like, by and large, the public will not care. When he has his colonoscopy or his heart attack? Which one? His heart attack. Okay. His heart attack. So once. like (laughs) no yeah during during the colonoscopy once he realizes what's happening during the colonoscopy and he has a heart attack
2: no one's gonna tell me till i get there
4: <laughs> yeah that's exactly no it's not a, no instead of a colonoscopy he has to have a lower gi that he's awake for scott Ooh. if you've ever had that one oh i have not um. i've
1: only had i mean again i had i, I when i was 42 same age as Chad, chadwick Bozeman, i had colon cancer and luckily they got it all and i'm you know, yeah. alive and well, but yeah, getting checked and, and I'm just lucky that they caught it in time. And obviously yep. with uh, Chadwick, Scott they didn't. West a
4: survivor. That's right. So there you go. And, and, and West Coast Scott can tell us better than anybody. You got to get that stuff checked.
1: And you got to be, be vigilant be and even, you know, and, you and especially after, once you know that you're, you know, got some predispositions to certain uh, health issues, then you just got to be vigilant. And, you know, That's as long it. as you are, I mean, look, look at Kevin Smith, right? I mean, he's out walking and, and exercising and you know he looks yeah. dramatically he's lost different like 300
4: pounds yeah. or whatever he I mean he's lost a ton of weight he's all kinds of health he's a vegan now because his daughter was like you're done you're eating what I tell you to eat and that's it uh you know like and and that's that's you know that really has turned his life around you can see it in his face you yeah know? he's not the miserable fat fuck that he used to be like all those years ago That's like Jason Lee. I don't think he's, I didn't think he was a fat fuck. He was just a friend. But, you know, like when when Jason Lee's character, Jay, said those things, that's what I was referring. So nobody start saying, hey, Big Kev is calling Ken Smith fat fuck. That's not what happened for the record. I know it's going to come back to haunt me someday, but that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is now he looks good. I think he's feeling good and good for him. Yeah. Take it, these things seriously, people.
1: Now, if if there does start a uh, a whole deal with Kevin Smith, you could just put on the rocketeer helmet that you won in a poker game, right? And just uh, you know, deal with it. Right. That's, what my, that's
4: my rocketeer helmet formerly owned by Kevin Smith and Really? And that the, that yeah. one? Uh-huh. Yeah. And I have the <laughs> I have the provenance to prove it. But that, that's a that's so, a
1: geek stuff deep cut right there. You have to have been oh, listening yeah. for a long time to know that story.
4: Oh yes, that goes that goes back quite a long ways. Yeah. But yeah, that's yes, that's true. My my Rocketeer helmet formerly belonged to Kevin Smith himself. It was his personal Rocketeer helmet. Now I'm not gonna say or suggest what he may have done while wearing the helmet. I'm not yeah I I have no idea all I know it was that it was his and we had a discussion and I said these things and he said these things and these things came to pass and I had possession of the Rocketeer helmet so that's it I've told the story a thousand times and it's still funny and it's funny a funnier even because I recently when I was back in uh when I was back on the east coast I looked at one of my old computers and I actually found the picture from that I found pictures from that tournament where I have the helmet on and where I'm one of the win. I feel like I was this. I feel like I was number two in that tournament. I came in second. I'm pretty sure I was second, and I'm standing there with the helmet under my arm. Uh, you know, so you know more Provence for the story. Those would be those is. would be
1: great Provence. to get on the social medias if you can find those uh, pictures and let's get them on the uh, Facebooks and the Instagrams.
4: Yeah, that's that a, a fall item. Uh, yeah that's a fall item that's well done sandwich that is a fall item well done um yeah that would be a fall project uh yeah because that's those are on that computer yeah so um yeah so uh yeah take a cue from the people you admire like kevin smith (laughs) or chadwick boseman or andre gower and make sure you're keeping yourself checked that's all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And don't join any cults. Don't join a cult.
5: Yeah.
2: And, unless it's a, like a medical sure you, cult. What if it's I a mean, health cult? Ask your friends if they're in cults. Make sure they're okay too. You know.
5: I mean, ask around.
4: Yeah, I mean, but let's be honest. It's kind of an Alice and Mac sort of sex cult thing.
5: What so,
4: do
5: you mean
4: hmm, I don't know. But there was only one dude in it. So, no, probably. It's probably bad.
1: I mean, that's. <laughs> I think that's how most cults are, right? You got one guy and one. then
4: all the women and that's that's why well no i mean because like the manson family they had dudes in there that's like scientology right yeah and well yeah (laughs) many people would agree with you sandwich although i wouldn't i wouldn't say that you know like i i think there are better examples how about that (laughs) they're listening don't say it too loud i went to their church I went to their church. They're they're still pretending to be it a religion. A so let's. That was a cult. <laughs> let's leave them aside. Let's you know what about Jim Jones? Oh, you know yeah. what about the the People's Church with Jim Jones? That was a cult. What about There's, right in right in my
1: backyard, just a uh, mere miles from here, the Heaven's Gate cult? Uh, yeah, that wanted yeah, to take Heaven's a ride Gate. on the Hillbop Comet, uh, and that was just down in La Jolla. That's you know literally a couple of miles from where San Diego Comic Con is held. It's yeah, right there.
4: Yeah, that was another one. David Koresh down in Texas. Cult uh, stuff TNG. That's our second podcast. we're gonna start a new
1: podcast. <laughs> we're gonna record that. You know, that'll be bi weekly. We can't do that every week. Cult stuff. Big Kev's cult stuff. Big Kev's cult stuff. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I like True it. True
2: crime. Can, can we wait, if we change the name of this of this episode, I, I also like
1: cult stuff T N G. Should it be okay, do we like something with cults in it or cult stuff like let's call it cult stuff (laughs) cult stuff yeah that's good
4: let's call it cult stuff
5: Uh,
1: all right so let's let's move on to the to our voicemail from uh listener john
4: oh yes so john i'm going to address you directly everybody keeps asking me so this is where i stand I know that I know that there is still I know what Marvel has put out on the site and they're distancing themselves from things that have been done in sort of the waking period of the MCU. Yes, I agree with that. They distance themselves from stuff like Cloak and Dagger, which I thought actually wasn't terrible, um, and Runaways. I don't think was ever intended like as a Marvel uh, was. I don't know that they even
2: like true of
4: tang- MCU kind of connected it but you know the Netflix stuff was absolutely connected and if they want to deny it that it's canon now that's fine but there are way too many references in the Netflix shows for them to not be in the same universe as the MCU and the same with Agent Carter and the same with god help me for saying it agents of shit shield so <laughs> uh i i feel like You know, you you can say they're not... You can decanonize anything. Look at Star Wars. They decanonized literally... Years of work. Thousands and thousands of characters and stories. Like, they just obliterated them. They're just part of the folklore. They literally snapped... Thanos snapped them away. Yeah, I mean, they really did. They really did. The story group. Yeah, they really did that. And uh, so it's not a question of whether it's... Whether it's, you know... If Marvel says it's not canon, then it's not canon. Okay, but, you know... Use your eyes, use your common sense, as Kevin uh, uh, Costner said in JFK. You know, use your eyes, use your common sense. There's so many references, at in, in, in the very least in the Netflix shows, for them to be really and, – and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Agent Carter. There's a lot of stuff in there that makes it really hard to – sort of ignore the fact that that these things happen in the MCU. We all know it's very likely Charlie Cox is going to be in the new Spider-Man movie as, as Daredevil. Well, not as Daredevil, but at the very least as Matt Murdock, Mm -hmm. you know, that, that rumor has been floating around forever. And as I don't even know if it's been confirmed or not confirmed irrelevant. The point is there's enough material to connect it. So let's bring it to where you want to bring it to uh, John. And that is, um, uh, Michael Keaton's Vulture. There's no question on earth that that guy is not Michael Keaton Vulture. That's Tombs or Tumes or whatever. What? That is a hundred percent the character. He's wearing the same clothes. It's the same attitude. There's no way that is not the Vulture. That said. I don't think they're going to pull one of the, they're not going to pull an Evan Peters here. And for, I mean, and with all due respect to, to your point about WandaVision, Evan Peters did play Pietro Maximoff. He did play Pietro, you know, was he Quicksilver? No, he was Pietro though. I mean, sure. He was a created version and yeah, that was a great flip um for, for, uh, 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 Marvel Studios to do to us, yeah, it really was beautiful fan service on so many levels. But he played Pietro in the Marvel Universe. It was just a a wholly created by Wanda version of the character. So that let's let's leave that to the side because I a think Wanda I mean. Wanda version is that what you're saying? A Wanda version, yeah, yeah. And and let's leave that one to the side though for a moment. Let's leave that sort of really. Not really a great example, but an example. Let's just slide that one over here for a minute. And uh, there's no way, if there's no way, if Michael Keaton is playing the vulture in that movie, if it's not the vulture, what's the point of sticking him in there in what is clearly going to be a cameo, clearly at the end of that film? I'm betting anything that we saw a credit sequence or the very last shot of the movie. I'm 100% sure it's probably, we've probably seen the entirety of Michael Keaton's contribution to the Morbius movie. I'm sure of it. I'm almost sure of it. Let's say that's the case. Why stick him in there then? You're not gonna have the Vulture in, the, in any sort of Sony universe, and then not have Spider-Man. Vulture, played by Michael Keaton, is an MCU character. He was in an MCU Spider-Man film. Therefore, if that character crosses into the Sony universe by the, con- by the whatever property. What's Trans- that property? The transitive, transitive property. Transitive. Pro- thank you, boys. Transitive property. That means at least Morbius is an MCU film. At least Morbius is an MCU film. And I'm waiting with bated breath to see the next Venom movie, even though I have absolutely zero interest in seeing it. I want to watch it because I want to see if they're going to tie that movie to the MCU as well. So I don't care if Marvel says that uh, Venom, which I think is the only one at this point, that is in the Sony-verse. I don't care if they say that Venom isn't part of the universe um, because Tobey Maguire isn't part of the universe and neither is Andrew Garfield and they're about to pop into the universe. But there's no doubt in my mind, no zero doubt that 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 is the Vulture. It's Michael Keaton playing the Vulture and that was done specifically to say that Morbius is part of the Marvel universe. And at some point he will square off with Spider-Man in what I imagine will be some sort of Sinister Six movie, because again, you know, there's another rumor now that, you know, they may have selected, uh, the person playing Norman Osborn. And it might be Shooter McGavin. That's a rumor I heard. Really? I eat pieces of shit
1: like you for breakfast.
4: Yeah, that one. Yeah. The guy that played Shooter McGavin, I can't remember. It's something. Is it like something McDonald or something? I don't remember. It's not Ronald. Isn't he but... like an old? I mean, not saying you can't be an older actor to play the role, but yeah, shouldn't he be like a younger actor for that? You think? No, not not for not for Norman Osborn. I guess not. if it was Harry Osborn, I would agree with you, but it's Norman. And, and if it's true that he's playing Norman Osborn and they're introducing Norman Osborn into the MCU in this movie that means that it's very, it's entirely possible that he brings the sinister six together or, or a version of the sinister six, which could be, you know, it could be any number of characters, but for sure, it could be Morbius for sure. It's probably going to be Vulture. They've shown Scorpion already, uh, in, in, uh, the MCU movies, uh, you know, or at least the guy who would be Scorpion, um, you know, there's there's enough there to draw the conclusion, I think, for certain that even if it's not official, air quotes, official yet, I think it soon will be. That's what, that's what my thoughts are. And that is where I
1: stand. All right. And that's where Kev stands. I, we haven't heard Kev, where Kev stands on something in quite a while. I, I'm happy to hear that no, production
4: again. We've 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 heard Kev standing on stuff. We just haven't heard that bit in like a decade. I like that you're going deep. Though. Deep deep I wonder, cuts. I wonder. I wonder what other what other sort of deep, uh, what other sort of deep dives uh, that you'll go into. In fact, um, you know you know what I was just thinking. You know, we've been making, uh, we've been having a little pokey fun with the sandwich uh, regarding the fact that he's, you know, he's kind of let himself go a little bit with regards to his, his personal grooming. And I was thinking, I was thinking there was a product that that might help Sandwich with that, with that mane of hair that he has growing out.
1: Okay, gentlemen, let's talk product. Let's start with uh, the Silverhawks. Kev,
4: you've been wanting to talk about Silverhawks for a couple of weeks. Do you want to talk about that first? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought you meant you wanted to talk about hair (laughs) products.
1: product and i mean like things made out of plastic oh. that are geeky related oh. not not here oh. product
2: oh yeah so you don't mean no don't do it again. no no that's it i am cut it off no more production <laughs>
5: <laughs> Jeez. Wow,
1: all right. I'm just gonna be quiet until somebody talks about something so that there's no more production.
4: Talks about, yeah, I get it. Um, hot toys, uh, we want to announce that hot toys has released their, I, I guess, what would be their con exclusives.
2: So, I don't did they really... say toy fair exclusives on them on the oh, pictures,
4: yeah, toy fair exclusives, which again, I don't understand. Because I'm pretty sure they're just going to be carried by sideshow. Like I'm almost a hundred percent sure that they're going to be carried by sideshow, almost hundred percent. Now, one year, as as Wesco Scott will attest, uh, they did not. Right? Didn't I have you pick one up for me, Scott? Isn't that what happened? Yeah, I I've
1: Andy? I've got I've got. Um, is it Doctor Afra? I don't remember. There, there is a, there, and there's a the is Boba it a Fett. Star
4: Wars one? I thought it was one of the Iron Mans, but maybe I'm wrong. No, it's a Moon
1: Knight. It's Moon Knight that I have downstairs. Oh, it's an all-white right, moon knight. that's
4: it. Is that that's in the that's in the uh, Geek Stuff Product Archive West? That's correct. Yeah. So, um, uh, uh, yeah. So uh, let's let's just run them down and let's talk why they're. I, I wouldn't say controversial, but it's a little frightening for people uh, uh, on some level. Um, the first one is the Cyborg Spider-Man. Um, so everybody knows what this character looks like, um, the Cyborg Spider-Man. He's kind of got like one giant red eye, and he's got like a mechanical arm and uh, some other accoutrement. Uh, if you see him, you know, the, if you're a Spider-Man fan, you know the character. So this is a Hot Toys coming out. Um, and these, these, these are the Hot Toy uh, related ones. So um, there's there's that one. And then there is also, um, and that one I don't feel is really controversial. In fact, I think people are kind of digging um, the fact that, that they're going to do that one. Uh, and the other one uh, is, or, or the second one is, I, I think is also not very controversial, is the um, uh, the, uh, the Iron Man, the, the, the latest Neon Tech Iron Man uh so this would be the fourth i think neon tech iron man that they've released they did a war machine uh an iron and two different iron man in sort of their neon tech so think like tron i mean i know we talked about them on the show think like tron colors so it's basically like black this one is like black armor mm-hmm. with like sort of a neonish red highlight uh to it um it just blew Sandwich's mind, and it blew yeah. my mind as well exactly. because I have the other ones. Apparently, um, uh, this is styled in the idea of
2: uh, Aven- of his armor in Infinity War. Yes, so that yeah, kind of I, like, yeah, I uh, believe it's
4: the Infinity War armor. Yes. Yeah, so like so, things come out as back and all that fun. Yeah, yeah. So so that that's really great. I mean, I'm a big fan of those. I'm actually going to get that one for certain. And then the one I think is the most controversial, and only because um, it's a Toy Fair exclusive, but what actually does that mean? Because I think they're just going directly to side Joe. I think, I don't know. Um, it's the armorer from the Mandalorian. So the woman who made, uh, the, the Mandalorian's armor, you know, with the hammer and things, she has like a gold helmet on and like a fur neck thing. Um, uh, which everybody is presuming is, is a Wookiee pelt, which I think is awesome, which I hadn't even thought of until someone mentioned it about this toy. Um, uh, and that one's a bit controversial because uh, it's a fairly popular show, fairly popular character. So, why an exclusive? You know, you can almost consider the Spider Man is kind of a variant, you know, variant, sort of. Um, and you, uh, uh and, and the Iron Man is absolutely a variant, and it's not even based on anything in the sense that that armor has never appeared in a book or a movie or a cartoon or any any other media other than uh, being an original sort of stylistic creation of Sideshow or or Hot Toys rather, um, uh, carried in the US by Sideshow. Um, uh, But but the armor seems to me like it would be a bigger release item than being just a special. So, so there's that. And then also uh I think still up for pre-order, I think, is Super7's um, Ultimates line uh and the, their latest Ultimates line, the Silver Hawks. Now, I'm all in on the Silver Hawks, but it is not without controversy because Super7's Ultimate line Ultimates line is based on and they have been so far based on the uh, the way that characters in these lines appear in their original uh, media. So in this case of the Silverhawks, they're based on how they look um, in the cartoon and not based on the toys from 1985 or whatever year it was, 86, whatever year it was. They're not based on the toys. And so that has got some people like I'm out because there's no vac metal There's no, you know, like that was one of the real key issues of those toys was they looked amazing in VAC metal. And I have all of them. It's one of the retro lines that I collect. And I have the entire set, the entire series. Um, And they're amazing. You know, I mean, yeah, they're in various states of condition. Most of mine are really good, but, you know, one or two, I I probably should uh, upgrade at some point. But the point is, is that, It's great Super 7 is doing this, and they're amazing. They're 6-inch. The old line was 4-inch or 5-inch. These are 6-inch figures. That's number one. Number two, fully articulated. Number three, various heads, hands, accessories, and so forth. Um, They look amazing. The first four have been announced. It's uh, Quicksilver, who is the leader. Uh, Steelheart, who I think it's Steelheart. Right, yeah, because Steelheart is the girl. There's twins, Steelheart and Steel Will. Steelheart's the girl. She is was announced. Buzz Saw, who was one of the bad guys, who in the original toy line was green, but in the show was not green. He was kind of a yellowy, metal y looking thing. And then the 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 monstar monstar who is the big bad guy and when i mean big i mean he was a giant bad guy when he went into sort of like his full robotic monstar form he had two forms cuz that was a thing in those days remember mumra looked like a crusty old dude and then he like exploded and became like this huge dude in in the thundercats the thundercats bad guy remember he became like a really huge character as well but not as big as monstar i mean size wise And appropriately, um, Super 7, who's doing this line, has made a giant monstar. Like, he's giant. He's like 12 inches tall or whatever he is or 11 inches tall or 10, 13 inches tall. He's really big. You know, he's not full scale for 7-inch. He should be a bit bigger. But I think the scale they've decided on is really great. And they look really great. I think they look amazing. And I hope they're committed uh, to doing the whole line. Um, I saw a recent interview, you can probably find it, it's Pixel Dan on um, YouTube, Uh, and he interviewed uh, the head of Super 7 strictly about the Silverhawks line and about decisions they made about not doing vac metal and what they are doing instead, which is they're looking for this sort of like a shiny finish paint thing, which has not been shown yet. What you're seeing when you go to Super 7 to order these or to check them out, what you're seeing is 3D renderings. So these are not, I mean, the sculpting is spot on, but the coloring and sort of whatever they're going to do to shine these guys up to make them a bit more metallic, you're not seeing that yet. Um, And believe me, when you see it, you know, according to uh, Brian, who's the head over at Super 7, you're going to love it. That's what he says i'm waiting i've already ordered mine because i'm a huge fan and i have been forever and I, i'm not as turned off that they don't have vac metal on them as other people might be um but that uh but but yeah i, I can't really i can't wait to see that so a couple of products there uh that to keep your eyes out for i have one guys comments questions comments
1: oh i just had a different a different product uh oh the hallmark our ornament for it's a comic-con exclusive it's going to be sold uh, for Comic Con at home and uh, New York Comic Con, so October seventh through tenth is New York, and July twenty third through twenty fifth is for San Diego. But they have the Star Wars Holiday Special Boba Fett keepsake ornament. Oh, so I feel like that's going to be a big oh deal, right? Yeah, it's you know it's the the coloring and he's holding the he's holding the gun and everything like he did in the cartoon. Yep. excerpt from the holiday special so i just felt yeah. like and but again i can't tell if i mean com, it's comic-con at home so it's basically just the
4: whole world is going to crash the hallmark
1: website on those or, days
4: or wherever they're selling it i mean did they say they're selling it on the hallmark site are they selling it on the san diego site like i mean it really depends on where they're going to sell it yeah and it doesn't matter because people in new york will will fall over each other at that convention trying to get to it first. Sandwich, am I right? Yeah, it's 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 yeah.
1: it's it's being yeah. sold on the Hallmark website. So the Hallmark website's for sure gonna crash on July twenty
4: third. <laughs> Sandwich for and sure. I have been witnesses to the stampede for the exclusives at New York more than once. My you know, it's one of those situations
2: thing is watching the young ones uh either dodge or don't make it. Yeah, you know, it's always an interesting to yeah. see like who's new to the stampede and who's not. You know, as we yeah. safely stand in our booth with bated breath, it's like the stampede's coming. Yeah, you can hear them in the booth.
4: <laughs> yeah, you can hear them come. They're nowhere near us, and you can hear them coming. And it's like, oh man! And I'm watching. You know, I'm I'm seeing how many people we're gonna lose in the stampede this year. Every day, every day, like the first day of Con,
2: I we I walk by the Funko booth. And I bring a priest with me, and we bless <laughs> the grounds of battle to make sure that all the lost souls will uh, go where they need to go. Because you know, the it's Funko not even,
4: line gets fucked up. <laughs> it's Funko line, though, at least the one thing they have going for them, Funko, and it took years for them to get there, is, is that they got the lottery. Yeah. Yeah. That I mean, the it, one thing All of those... is saving them from yeah. being overwhelmed at that convention. That-
1: but then you have to go get in line to get a lottery ticket right no you I've, did it online oh that's right they changed it you're right yeah, you're right it's you all it online, online now and that's still you know it's sold out i mean you know, the lottery tickets are gone in moments online yeah because i can remember i can remember the couple times where we were lucky enough to stay downtown um and you know getting up at you know four or five in the morning and the line was already uh, you know a mile down the road from san diego yeah. just just to get in line to get in line to, to have to get in line for yeah, it's it, it's it's ridiculous, you know. And honestly, that, that works perfect to wrap up product and move to and move to conventions because I've got a little convention calendar that I kind of wanted to go through. Oh, so was okay. there any product any any last product uh, discussion?
4: Nah, if there is, it'll wait. Yeah,
1: we'll talk about it next week. So uh, the, I saw there's a a Big Apple prequel con on July seventeenth. Looks like it's a one day oh yeah so i mean so tell me what's the difference between the big apple con and new york comic con i mean what's the Big big
4: apple con big apple con uh is run by um michael carbonara as far as i know it's still run by him um it's just a small it used to be like a basement church basement comic convention in manhattan and it got a little bit bigger and then it was in um the penn plaza pavilion i think which is right across the street from madison square garden it was there for years. Then they did a second con during the year. So they were doing two per year. The second one was called The National. That took place at another facility. I don't remember what facility that was, but that was a different different con, same group running it. And then at some point when New York Comic Con was starting, I seem to recall that Michael Carbonara uh, uh, or Carbonero, or I think it's Carbonero. I'm not sure. Um, I, I think at some point he made a deal, I think, if I heard this correctly, that he had some kind of deal with, um, with uh, Reed, Reed Pop, um, to not do his con or to not call it New York con or what. There was something, something there where they were either working together or working in conjunction so that New York Comic Con could be born. Right. Um because Reed was you know, Reed was trying to do that, I think, well before it actually happened. Reed pop, who who now runs New York Comic Con. Um, I think they were trying to get that off the ground beforehand, but I think there was some kind of thing that's happening. So yeah, Michael Carbonaro, if that's what it is. Um he pops up now and again with these little conventions. Um uh yeah, we were uh we me and OG way back in the day, we did every one of those. Uh, ever since the show started, we did uh, we did all of those um, those Michael Carbonaro shows, uh, Carbonaro Carbonaro shows. Yeah, uh,
1: Mike car, car. It says Car Carbonaro. Yeah, and, yeah, and Carbonaro, it, I noticed yeah. that it's, it calls it the the prequel Expo, and it's just it's just the one day, July seventeenth. But I also yeah. and I'm also noticing that it says Expo. Instead of convention, and I remember that that's the thing like D23 from Disney. That's D23 right. Expo. It's different than a convention. So like the experience and it. the scope. Well, I'm just saying that the scope yeah. of an expo is different than a convention. I, yeah. I feel like, you know, you know, and I don't really know if I, there's a specific definition. I'm, but
4: I'm wondering why they're calling it everything they're calling it. I'm wondering why they're calling it an expo. I'm wondering why they're calling it a prequel. But it's Michael Carbonaro is kind of nuts. So it's not, you know. It, it is not out of character for them to do this. Um, yeah, I mean, if I was there, yeah, I would certainly go. I mean, uh, it, it, you know, if we if we weren't asked to go, I certainly would try to go anyway, just to uh, you know to cover it and just to say what I saw and all that. But yeah.
1: Can, can we send Sandwich wow. down as our reporter on the street? No. No. All right. Um. So so just right after <laughs> that, San Diego Comic Con at home, right? That's uh, the twenty third uh 23rd 24th uh, of July again it's not as excited because it's a it's still a virtual con um but so getting back to I'm wondering oh oh, sorry yeah go
2: ahead why are they still virtual at this point are are the restrictions like it are there still big restrictions in California well in San Diego but
1: they didn't they couldn't get it all set and ready to go in time like you know yeah most of the most of the restrictions are gone but they need a year to plan a real con yeah they didn't they so so they're ready to go next next year is normal but this year they're still trying to do something yeah yeah fingers crossed um but so so my first real return to a real convention is going to be at the end of july there's a a board game convention in my hometown escondido california it's called escon and uh it's (laughs) just a local guy that owns like three thousand different tabletop board games and he basically puts his little library there and lets gamers come and play board games for a weekend. Uh, you know, so that's, I'm going to be going to that at the end of the uh, month. I,
2: I love the idea, but I know for a
1: fact he's not going to get those board games back home. You know, he has said that he has, I mean, because he's been doing this for six years now, he said that people are pretty respectful. I mean, he also keeps it pretty small. It's only like, you know, a couple hundred people. It's not, you know, it's not giant. Um, you know, so he limits the, the capacity and the people that come, he says, are pretty respectful. Um, I heard Bill Shatner is going to appear that <laughs> one. at the at board game. S-Con. Yeah. Board game, yeah. So uh, Funko's having their own convention now as well. Uh, August 4th through 6th at their, their Hollywood yeah. shop.
4: Yeah. Again, not a convention. Right. It's, uh, y- it's you know, a sale, uh, <laughs> right? It's just a sale. It's in the store. I mean, it's just, it, they have, everybody has co-opted con into like a thing that you can't miss, and it's a spectacular event, and it's this whole—it just isn't a con. Is eight or ten billion people packed into a uh, into a box made to hold half that amount, uh, with nerds and cosplay, and you know, way too much human contact. That's a con. The only way you could use con in this case is if, like, for example, they're conning you or fooling you into believing that this is a convention. It isn't. It is a sale in their store. And I appreciate that they're trying to co-op this and make this an event. But it's a sale. It's in their store. I mean, come on. You know, if Macy's has a sale, they're not like, it's not Macy's Con. They should do you know, Macy's if, Con. If, if, yeah, well, you know, like. That's the Macy's
1: Day Parade is Macy's Con.
4: Yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of. You're right. There's a lot of cosplay. My uh,
2: Recently, my hatred for Funko Pops has been born. A new because oh. uh, the continued spoiling of movies to a point where I saw them post online some Far From Home Funko Pops spoiling people in the movie and spoiling things
4: from oh, the movie. Oh, whoa, 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 because, you know, if since we're you're going to pop back to product for a hot second, sir. Um, Hasbro also released figures from Far From Home. Two different Spider-Man suits it's, it's, and Doctor Strange.
1: Oh. Yeah. So, so there's confirmation Dr. Strange is in Far From Home, thanks to Hasbro, huh? Thanks to Hasbro and Funko Pops.
4: It, it's the worst secret of all time, though. Everybody yeah. knows that he's going to be in the flick. I, I know, mean, but not. still, it's just like... We don't know. Okay. First of all, the two suits they released, we have no idea who's in those suits. That's number one. Yeah. You know, they look cool. I mean, they look okay. I think the one with the gold emblem... It could be an upgraded suit for Tom Holland, yes, but the other one is like a black and red suit, you know, kind of thing. I don't know, that could be anybody. You know, that could be Tobey Maguire. That could be Andrew, whatever his name Sorry, is. You'll, the Alfred, Iron like, Night Monkey. Be, it could be somebody else in, entirely. You don't know, and that's the whole point. The point is, is, it, it, it is as we're getting closer to this trailer, which is clearly gonna be mind-blowing, uh you know they're just starting to drip and drab stuff out there you know lego does the same thing lego has spoiled way more shit than funko has
1: you know it, and it's funny when we talk about that it's almost it's a no-win situation right because look back at at grogu baby yoda right they kept it a secret it happened and then everybody was pissed that there was no baby yoda baby yoda product correct right so yeah. it's like you can't there wasn't have it both any baby
4: Yoda stuff to be had for like four to six months yeah and people were like furious about it i'd almost rather it be like that though i'd
2: honestly rather wait for the product than be spoiled for the product before it even came out though
4: you know what i mean like but you see but the difference there is is yeah they're teasing you with stuff but you don't know what the stuff is and they could have done that with Baby Yoda as well, except that I think it would have been maybe slightly different in that case. I think they handled the, I think on the one hand, they handled Ooh. the Baby Yoda thing brilliantly. But on yeah. the other hand, from a marketing and selling shit perspective, you know, they weren't ready with the stuff out of the gate because they were afraid it was going to slip. They were afraid it was going to slip out that and they wanted it to be a surprise so they paid a price for that in in i think every retail's opinion they paid a price for that which was they didn't they couldn't have stuff in the in the stores for like four to six months yeah i wonder if
1: it's a zero-sum game though and then when the product came out they got just as much as they would have gotten you know what i mean i
4: I mean possibly yes but we'll never know will we
1: yeah all right, so one we last convention. Wrap this beast up. We, we definitely need to. So I'll just say that Hasbro mentioned they're going to be doing uh, Hasbro PulseCon uh, sometime yeah. in the fall. So just yeah. we'll wrap that up. Yay.
2: Well, I, I hear the wrap Hasbro's up music playing.
4: Also, Hasbro has been releasing new product every week for like the last four months. Like, it's out of hand. You know, they need to calm down. Like literally every like every line is like every other day. It seems like there's a new product from Hasbro being released. So anywho, uh, right. So we should probably wrap this puppy up before uh, Instagram runs out of power.
1: Yeah, we're about to we're about to lose it. So I will say, don't forget to check out the show on the Facebooks, Twitters, Instagram. It's all Geek Stuff T N G. You can uh, call and leave us a voicemail.
2: Two zero one seven three zero two five four seven. Bottom napping. <laughs> I almost got It was. It was. It was. a, it was a
1: I didn't know the setup. There was
2: more <laughs> words <laughs> at the end.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you want to support the show and even potentially uh, view the show live on the Instagrams, you can uh, become a patron over at patreoncom TNG. and be sure again uh, wherever podcatcher you're using, go and like the show, follow the show, leave a review, and uh,
4: our new our new Patreon level is coming soon um uh, and it's going to be $20 and it's going to be called shit we can get sandwich to do <laughs> so people Oh that, will... that's,
2: that's when you get the calendars with, we will... uh
4: <laughs> No the calendar will be shots from the shit we get sandwich to do <laughs> That's what the calendar will be nice but yeah so shit we get sandwich to do uh you know we'll put some items we'll put some ideas out there and they'll be voted on by the people who are at the Patreon level of shit that Sam we can get Sandwich to do. And then Sandwich will do that thing.
5: Nice.
4: Uh, I'm so personally I'm personally adding wear short shorts and sit in cake. I thought sit in cake was gonna be in there for some reason. Like like Brie Larson in United States of Terra before she was really famous. Uh, so Sandwich, so people can uh, ask you for previews of that on
1: your social media. So what's your social media? They can find me on Instagram at
2: Fat Dumbledore F A T D O M B L E D O R E. Same on Xbox, and maybe just for, so everyone knows, maybe PC soon. I oh. might be leaving the console verse.
4: Oh, oh come on, man! And we're never gonna play together. I oh, said maybe. Sake. You can always Fuck do both. Sake. Both is good.
1: Soon to be short, short Dumbledore on uh, Instagram.
4: Oh, my God. You should totally go to Instagram now before this airs and grab Short short Dumbledore. I'm okay. They can as have a handle. They could take it. Short short Dumbledore. Oh, be sure and get that. You can, uh, find, uh, you can find me at uh, BKGeekStuff on everywhere except Xbox where I am Big G S.
1: And I am uh, Scott on the Twitter and Pide Scott one on Instagram. And uh, with that... I will turn it back over to you, Big Kev,
4: to wrap up the episode. With that, uh, Mr. Scott, Mr. Sandwich, we will bring this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 641, the one we called cult 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 Stuff. stuff, to an end, the way we end some episodes by saying,
2: Good night, Robert Downey Sr.
3: Wherever you are, And on that note, we cue the music.
0: Tarzan wasn't a ladies, man. He just come along and scoop 'em up under his arm like quick as a cat in the jungle, but Clark Kent, no, there was a real gent, he would not be caught sitting around in no jungle scape, dumb as an doing. Superman never made any money Saving the world from Solomon Grundy And sometimes I despair the world will never see another man Like him Hey, Bob, Sue had a straight job we could have smashed through any bank in the United States we, he had the strength, but he would not Folks said his family were all dead The planet crumbled, but Superman he forced himself to carry Get Krypton and keep going Superman never made it any money For saving the world I'm from Sodom and Grundy And sometimes I despair the world Will never see another man like him Tarzan was king of the jungle and lord over all the apes, but he could hardly string together four words. I, I Tarzan, you Jane. Sometimes when soup was stopping crimes I'll bet that he was tempted to just quit And turn his back on and join Tarzan in the forest But he stayed in the city Kept on changing clothes and dirty old phone booths till his work was through. Had nothing to do but go home, home. Superman. Sometimes I despair, the world will never see another man like him. Sometimes I despair, the world will never see another man
5: like him. All right, hey, all right, good job, guys. Uh, Let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day.